0: Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Tuesday, December the 20th, Ian Cameron, and pleased to be joined today. Another special guest joining us. We've had a bunch of great guests, and we've got another with us here today. Over in Germany, DEL2 is where he's playing right now. The league over there in Germany. Pro hockey player Jacob Legacy joining me today on the Ice Guys show. Jacob, welcome to the Ice Guys show. Good to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Ian. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we get into the card, we'll get into, uh, you know, everything from a NHL perspective and an NHL betting perspective. We'll talk about the Jacob Legacy hockey journey. We always do that with our guests joining us for the first time. Uh, how you got into hockey, you know, drafted by the team I cheered for growing up, the Buffalo Sabres. I just talk about how you got into hockey and how the journey has gone for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I started uh, for a Canadian kid quite late, I would say. I was seven years old when I uh, started playing. So, uh, of course, I played, you know, street hockey before that, but uh, organized hockey, I was seven. So I was kind of a a late bloomer, if I could compare myself to my buddies who started at like two or three uh, on skates. Um, but I loved it so much that I guess... Uh, I was every time I could play outside or you know then I growing up I I went to uh, uh, high school played every day then played with my club on on the evenings um so yeah that's really how I got started
0: and uh definitely you ended up getting uh drafted by the Sabres played in their organization uh for a few years Portland uh, of course then they of course I think the uh affiliation of the team at the AHL level moved back to Rochester. So you were there after that uh, for a little yeah. bit, and then you made your way over to uh, Europe after that. And, uh, and now in Germany with the uh, DEL2 League. So uh, how's the experience there uh, right now in Germany uh, and uh, how the, the league, the, the team you're on, and uh, how's the lifestyle uh, in Germany going for you?
1: Yeah, Germany uh, is a good country to, to play. Uh, I mean, the, the fans are – really intense you know uh they have a little bit of that uh, football or soccer uh culture that uh translate to hockey also so they have those uh standing uh, uh section in the stands where people are just chanting the whole game and they have the the drums and the flags and so uh the atmosphere is is very nice um and then yeah i mean i've been around uh Europe, a few different places. So every place is a little bit different, but uh, yeah, Germany uh, is one of the best for sure. Uh, and in terms of uh, the level of play, I mean, for me, I'm I'm going to be 33 soon, so I have less years ahead of me than than uh, I've played already. So um, I think it's a great balance of you know a good level of play and also where with my experience and uh i can kind of navigate through games and and uh uh, have fun and 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 uh yeah play well if i can say
0: exactly and you feel you've still got you know a few more good years left in you right you can go for at least another few years and still play still enjoy the game number one number two still feel i can legitimately contribute in an impactful way to uh to any team i play for right
1: yeah i mean of course uh my way of approaching training and and games uh have changed as i'm getting older uh you do things differently but uh for sure now i'm looking more into longevity than you know going 100 miles an hour all the time and and kind of overdoing it sometimes when you're younger uh maybe not taking care of your body as well as you should uh, so now is definitely things i i focus more on and and uh, so far so good. So if I can play uh, a few more years, uh, I'll, I'll keep it going until until the body or the mind says uh, it's enough. I need to move into something else.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, I know you're uh, expecting the uh, birth of your first child coming up uh, with you and the missus. So we wish you c- c- first congratulations, and we wish you all the best uh, with that uh, upcoming Thank in you. the new year. That's got to be a thrill.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could it could arrive uh, any day now so uh, it's due for uh, January 7th so uh, yeah I I think we're ready to to the next chapter in our life
0: yeah and uh, I was I honestly was very excited about Jacob joining us because of the Buffalo Connection growing up a Sabres fan very thrilled that he's joining us on the show and I was beyond I couldn't believe it when we were talking before the show, Jacob's got like a pages, at least one full page of notes that he's taken on the games that we're going to break down here uh, on the uh, Tuesday card. I mean, you came prepared, man. You've got notes. You've got, you know, stats, uh, some trends, info that you're going to spit out there for every game on the board here, at least several of them. I mean, you came well prepared. Just on preparation alone, A+. plus. Is the grade for you i mean I, I couldn't believe it i mean you got a whole sheet there of basically notes that you prepared for this show i couldn't believe it
1: i mean i wanted to be uh to your standards i mean you you go through a lot of uh data so i was like i can't show up and not be prepared to to be on the show with you so um uh, yeah i i did what i could for at least uh, three of the matchups that were most interesting to me for for tonight
0: yeah, and Jacob will dabble in the uh, the betting board uh, as well, uh, as, as you're about to uh, find out. And uh, definitely a good resource here to help us talk about the NHL game. Speaking of NHL, before we get into tonight's games uh, specifically, uh, you know, you may not get to watch NHL every single night or every single day or certainly not every single game uh, over there. And, of course, the time difference. Uh, Jacob is six hours, of course, ahead of the Eastern time zone being over there in Germany, but what you do get to watch and what you've seen and what you've read and all this stuff, just give me some overall thoughts from you on the NHL season at this point, some teams that have kind of impressed you, some teams that have disappointed maybe in your opinion so far this year, players that are. You know, you you like watching players that have had a nice start to the season that you want to mention. Anything NHL related that has stuck out to you in the first two months of the season, here's your chance to uh, tell us about it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, being from uh, Montreal, uh, the Canadians growing up were my team. Um, And of course, with the season they had last year, I think everybody saw them in the bottom again. Uh, but for me, I mean, that's the team I, I will follow uh, the closest in terms of maybe watching press conference or, you know, being uh, more informed about uh, what's going on around the team. Uh, so I think for me, they're having an a above expectation season so far. Of course, uh, consistency is uh, still a big uh, issue for them uh, and the way they will lose games sometimes or blow a lead or something like that. But Uh, for me, I think there's a lot of good signs about this young, uh, this young group of guys and, uh, hopefully they can, uh, keep improving this season and maybe bring in some other pieces, uh, to that puzzle so they can become a a real, uh, a real, uh, contender team for the years to come.
0: Yeah, it's definitely good. going to take them time the one thing and i said this yesterday they did get a nice win yesterday we'll give them some credit they beat arizona uh, in overtime the concern for me jacob is they got to upgrade the blue line either that or the young kids are going to really have to step up big time because you look at the blue line other than joel edmondson right now you've got caden gooley who's going to be good in time but he's still very young you got jordan harris johnny kova uh, Chris uh, Weidman, you know, who's more of a veteran guy, but he's been bounced around from team to team to team. He's been a traveling suitcase uh, essentially uh, all these years. Uh, and then of course, someone I got to see here in Hamilton uh, played for the Bulldogs uh, in junior in the Ontario Hockey League. and I'm thrilled that he made got uh, you know made the team for Montreal out of training camp. Arbor Jackai. Uh He is just a uh, uh, just a physical specimen, Tower of power. Tall as fuck, tough as fuck, uh, as well. I mean, w- ready to drop the gloves at a moment's notice, stick up for teammates, and all that. These are young guys that, again, you're going to have to. You either have to get more experience, or you've got to give these guys the opportunity and the time to grow and learn and improve. I, I don't think that you can bail on them just yet. But from for for the purposes of this season, they're going to have their rough nights defensively mm-hmm. when you've got a young blue a blue line that young that inexperienced but this is where we're going to find out just how good the coaching potentially could be for marty san he's got a chance to maybe mold these defensemen along with his coaching staff mold these defensemen into solid steady stable nhl defensemen we're going to find out if he can do it over the next couple of years
1: yeah i agree with you and uh, and then yeah, yeah, I mean an- another another surprise for me. I mean, it was I was going to talk about it later cuz it's in one of the matchups, but uh, the New Jersey Devils had a unbelievable start to the season or they had what 16 wins in a row or something like that. I mean, they have they have a good core of of young guys, but we never really heard of them in the last few years cuz they were, you know, never really doing anything special and and kind of struggling uh seasons but uh yeah I thought this year were they were really surprising uh unfortunately now they're I think they're on a the 5 game losing streak so um I think they cooled off a bit but I think they still 16 really and have a one.
0: Good... 16 and 1 was the run for New Jersey at one point earlier this year incredible run yeah
1: So that was for me that was a big surprise in the early stage of the season and uh, yeah I mean other than that, I think the, the league is, is has every year, getting better and better. You see these guys play, and what they can do on the ice is just so impressive, uh, and it's good to see different teams doing well also than, you know, the same uh, Boston, you know. I, I thought, you know, Patrice Bergeron was maybe retiring over the summertime, and now he comes, he ended up signing, and, you know, scored his thousand points uh, recently, and then the team is on fire. So I think they're close to a franchise record on the home game uh, um, record. So I'll tell something about the Boston Bruins. It might be their year. Who knows?
0: Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I honestly, and a lot of people in the hockey betting community really got Boston wrong at the beginning of the year, saying this is the year they're going to step back. You know, this is the year they're going to decline. This is a year that they might not even make the playoffs. It's unbelievable how many times I heard people say that opinion. Even I said, I think they'll be in a fight just to make the playoffs. And yet here they are, just this incredible uh, record they are this they have this season. What's remarkable, Jacob, too, is that they started the season with a bunch of their key players out. Brad Marchand wasn't ready to go at the beginning of the season. They were missing Charlie McAvoy on the blue line. A couple other defensemen were out. They missed Carlo and uh, Grizzlick. Early in the season, multiple games, good defensemen, important minutes they play uh, on the blue line for Boston. And yet they won games in spite of all those absences and that key personnel missing. And now that they've got everybody healthy, I mean, 25, four and two uh, in 31 games for the Boston Bruins, they still have yet to lose Jacob in regulation time on the home ice 17 wins and two overtime or shootout losses at home this year for the uh, Boston Bruins. So Remarkable. Uh, they are ob- they obviously did not hear the uh, 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 hockey betting world and the pundits and whatever say writing them off uh, prior to this season because they have responded and certainly uh, they're right in the mix to uh, contend in the Eastern Conference, contend for the Stanley Cup the way they're playing right now, and they've gotten great goaltending out of Linus Allmark. It bothers me as a Sabres fan. I watched Linus Allmark all these years be, you know, let's be honest, fucking mediocre. With the Buffalo yeah. Sabres, although a lot of it was we didn't have a great team in front of him, and now he's got a much better team in front of him. And now to see him playing like this with the uh, Boston Bruins, but you give him credit for it. Uh, he's found mm-hmm. himself. He's he's fit in nicely with Boston. He's playing the best of his career right now as well for them.
1: Yeah, and I feel like the the kind of the fire within the team, That my opinion, is, is Patrick Bergeron, like I said, he – probably thought he was retiring. People thought he was he was leaving. And, you know, he decided to come back one more year. And he plays like it's his last year. And I feel like people feed off that. And it may be not only how he plays, but, you know, what he brings in the locker room and, and around the team. I feel like people play with a little bit of an extra edge for him, you know? Yeah,
0: that's yeah, a great point, definitely. Al Patrice Bergeron commands the respect of everybody. And it's not just his teammates, it's the opponents as well. For not just the way he plays, 200-foot game, two ways, both ends of the ice, offensively great, scoring goals, setting up his line mates. You know, he's a great assist man as well. It's not just scoring, it's assist man. It's passing, it's vision, it's winning key face-offs, it's being defensively responsible, active stick, always strong, sound positioning in the defensive zone so he's never caught out of position. He always back-checks, he helps his blue liners out. He does everything for it, leadership in the dressing room. Uh, and then you see the kind of man he is off the ice. One of the nicest people from all accounts that you could ask for asking Tage Thompson before the opening face off of a Boston Buffalo game. How's your wife doing? She's been battling cancer. How is she feeling right now? He doesn't have to do that, but he did because that's the kind of man he is you know he's yeah. an incredible human being as well as an incredible hockey player. I think that's an even greater testament. We know the kind of hockey player he is, but he's a great guy off the ice. I think that says just as much if not more.
1: Yeah, well for sure.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. Are you ready to break down some games?
1: Yeah, of course. I had uh, like I said uh, before I had three games that, you know, popped out on my radar more than the other games. So I don't know if you you want me to go ahead and
0: no. I'll, lead I'll you. tell you I'll what lead I have. Away. Okay. I will lead you into it. Uh, so let's begin. We got the Tuesday card. We got eight games and we start with a dandy here, the New York Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Not only is it a dandy because of both teams are surging going into this game, but the playoff history that is lurking over this hockey game tonight with these two teams, Pittsburgh minus minus one thirty-five, uh, home favorites, uh, five and a half being the total. Uh, in this game, uh, fascinating matchup here. We've got the uh, Penguins rolling right now for the most part, although they did have their seven game winning streak snapped at the hands of the Carolina Hurricanes, three to two uh, on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Casey DeSmith, the surprise starter for the uh, Penguins uh, in that game. Uh, you know, they actually played. A, it was a close game. It was a, you know, very competitive, even game. You know, the shots were twenty nine, twenty five. If you looked at, at expected goals and high danger scoring chances in that hockey game. You know, it wasn't a huge gap between the two teams. And It's just Carolina got, you know, the extra goal. That is uh, definitely something you want to keep in mind. But 7-1 uh, and one for Pittsburgh in their last eight games. The Rangers have won seven straight games coming into tonight. Uh, I definitely like the way they've turned things around. Uh, Gerard Gallant has made some adjustments in his lineup that have made a true difference for the Rangers during this run. Uh, he's put the kid line, which was so effective for New York, and they're run through the Eastern Conference final uh, last year, putting together Philip Hedel, uh, Alexi Lafreniere, uh, and uh, Capo Caco. That's uh, that line back together again. Uh, and they have really clicked since that took place. And really, that's when the offense started to just absolutely uh, get going for the Rangers. They have been, they've had no issues finding the back of the net during this win streak. Score six against St. Louis. Five against Vegas. The one game they got held down was against Colorado. But the Avalanche, we saw a one nothing game with them against the Islanders last night. With the, all the injuries, they've really tried to play a more tighter defensive style of hockey. So I think that played a part in the Rangers only scoring two against Colorado. Then they've scored four against New Jersey. A 3-1 win against Toronto, who had been playing great going into that game. And then they scored 13 goals in the last two games against Chicago and Philadelphia combined. Now, granted two of the worst teams in the nhl but still goes without saying that the rangers are definitely uh firing on all cylinders right now offensively defensive games improved the power play is clicking for them the penalty kill which was kind of an issue during the losing streak they've now gone five straight games without surrendering a power play goal which is uh, very good that gives you a chance to win every night when you're scoring on the power play and you're killing off the opposing team's power plays. Jacob will attest to this. Someone that's played the game, that's going to give you a great chance to win every night when your special teams uh, are getting the job done like they are for the New York Rangers. This is a tricky game, though, from a uh, because you've got the Rangers' seven-game win streak plus 115, uh, plus 120 in this game. Don't you have to bet them here? Don't you have to take the Rangers here as an underdog? It's tough to pass up that price, but... If there's any one game that the Pittsburgh Penguins, I'll say this right now, if there's any one game that the Pittsburgh Penguins have circled on their calendar, it's this one from the beginning of the season. They lost in seven games last year uh, to the New York Rangers uh, in the postseason. They had a three to one lead in that series. The Rangers win three straight and they take that series in seven games. Jacob Truba knocked Sidney Crosby out of that series. We remember it. It didn't sit well with Pittsburgh at all that incident, and you could say, hey, you still got to find a way to win it. You're up 3-1. Sid, out or not, you got to close the deal. You got to win that series when you have a 3-1 lead and they couldn't get the job done. I know Pittsburgh's amped for this game. I know Pittsburgh is going to bring it tonight uh, in this spot uh, after losing that series uh, in seven games in the uh, postseason. So um, I'm not stepping in front of Pittsburgh. I'd actually take Pittsburgh before New York. I'm not crazy about the price, though. I'm not crazy about putting the stop sign up against and betting against a team that's on a seven game win streak like the new york rangers especially when they're a dog you know and they're catching a plus 115 price uh, like this but i'd lean pittsburgh still i think pittsburgh's going to show up tonight in a big way uh on home ice they've been great as well let's not forget that uh pittsburgh nine and five at home this year i believe they've won uh five straight home games uh coming into this one so this is a really tough game but because the price to me is so appealing on the Rangers, having won seven in a row with Shesterkin in net, who's also gotten his game back on track. Remember, he struggled a bit, but Shesterkin's been great. But don't sleep on Tristan Jari. Tristan Jari has played some of his best hockey lately for the Penguins in net, and I know Pittsburgh has definitely got this game circled, and they've been playing strong hockey at home. For that reason, I'll lean Pittsburgh, but I don't love the idea of laying a price against the Rangers. If I had to though, would lean to the Pittsburgh side in this one. Uh, Jacob, here you go. What do you think? Rangers, Penguins.
1: I mean, a lot of the stuff you mentioned, I, I had written down too on my, my little notes, uh, but um, yeah, uh, if, if you're going with Pittsburgh, uh, I think a key point would be uh, Chris latang needs to contribute offensively. I feel like uh, he's had a slow start. Kind of. Uh, he's got only, uh, two goals and five assists in his last 13, which uh, one goal to assist in his last two games. So he's starting to hopefully uh, this will give him a little more confidence and uh, maybe he can he can uh, help uh, the power play five on five. Uh, and he's got, I mean, he's got a minus seven uh, uh, ratings over the year. So I think his game is, is coming along. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, if he starts uh, putting up numbers like he has in the past, is going to help uh, his team not only for this game but uh, you know in the in the longer run. Uh, and also uh, Malkin, uh, Malkin's been been playing uh, at a high level also lately. Um, and of course Crosby, Crosby's having a terrific season. So. Um, I, I like the the chance of Pittsburgh like you mentioned. I think the I didn't consider that that uh, more emotional part of the matchup where uh, you know they kind of want to come back at, at uh, the New York Rangers. Uh, I had I had the New York Rangers winning, but uh, you know I, I'm not the expert here. so uh, I, if' I'm, if I have to bet on the game, I'll probably follow your your lead.
0: Don't follow my lead, my friend. If you've got an opinion, stick with your opinion. That's what we're here for. Don't, uh, I, I don't, I'm not, a, I don't bat 100 uh, percent when it comes no, to uh, <laughs> the betting uh, side of things. But uh, if, and you're totally forget about what I think. If you had to go with it something tonight, who are you going with? I was going with the New York Rangers. New York Rangers. Uh, and okay.
1: also talking about defenseman uh, Fox for the Rangers, uh, three assists last game, but he had one uh point in those last four games so i think uh it's a great matchup between the two uh which d is going to be uh, a difference maker tonight fox on one side or chris letang on the other side uh two two of the best offensive defensemen in the league in my opinion uh and two teams that are so close in in the standings uh um so yeah it's going to be a great battle tonight
0: I mean, that series had a little bit of everything, of course, because you had the injury to Jari. DeSmith was banged up. Louis DeMing had to play uh, in that playoff series against the uh, New York Rangers for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's when we got that memorable interview from him, spicy pork and broccoli, not good, uh, during the uh, intermission of game one uh, of that series. No, it's it's uncanny, Jacob, how the series changed totally when Crosby got KO'd by Truva, because that was game five, That was Pittsburgh with a 2-0 lead in game five. That was a game they, if they win that game, they clinch the series, Pittsburgh. And then Crosby gets caboned by Trouba, and Rangers come back, win game five, and the rest is history. And then they win game six and seven uh, as well. So I have no doubt in my mind, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's, uh, frothing at the mouth. That's the term, frothing at the mouth. For the opportunity to face the New York Rangers tonight. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but it's enough to keep me off uh, going against Pittsburgh here in this game. This could be a good game, too, from a prop standpoint uh, when you look at it, because there could be some penalties. There could be some you know, something going on with Truba from a Pittsburgh standpoint. You know, they're still not happy what happened in that series. And by the way, we've got like, if you want to go with anybody on the on the kid line for the Rangers from a prop standpoint, it's worth a look. And don't sleep on Barclay Goudreau. For the Rangers, he's moved up to the top line with Zabanajad and Panarin. He's collected uh, two, uh, four points in the last six games, and uh, a goal he scored against Philadelphia as well. He's a hardworking player. Uh, he actually probably fits well with the two skilled guys uh, on that line, playing with Panarin and Zabanajad. Uh, definitely, I would look maybe at a Barclay Goodrow prop potentially in this game. Ricard Raquel's the guy for Pittsburgh. Totally undervalued. I still think Danton Heinen's going to make an impact on that second line at some point, playing with good players like Malkin and Rust. So Danton Heinen's probably a good look as well, but you can't go wrong with uh, Ricard Raquel. That is player prop uh, option number one for me here tonight uh, in this game uh, with Raquel. uh, You know, with Crosby and Gensel, he's produced. He's not nearly uh, getting the prices that Crosby and uh, Gensel get on that line in terms of scoring a goal, scoring a point. You know, you get better odds better prices with Raquel and he has gotten uh two three four five six points in the last six games and three goals uh, during that span as well uh for the uh, penguins so good options here uh, in terms of the player props with rangers and penguins tonight all right tampa bay lightning toronto maple leafs we've got toronto minus 140 home favorite six the total it's kind of the same exact uh situationals that we just talked about with rangers penguins it's not only the Leafs, you know, after a seven-game series loss in the first round to Tampa last year wanting to beat this team, but they also came this close to beating them earlier this year in Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay came back and won in overtime. So the Leafs are really going to be looking forward to m- facing this Tampa Bay team tonight and, and trying to beat them. Uh, yet this Tampa Bay team, they're rolling along. They're plus 120. Um you got the leafs maybe starting to come back down to earth a bit are they we know you know they can be a streaky bunch at times they had that california road trip from hell where they played some of the worst hockey you'll see they get out of that road trip back home and that's when that red hot run started the consecutive game uh streak with at least one point for the team mitch marner got on that roll in terms of point scoring streak and, and but now they've lost two in a row So signs of cooling off, potentially. They lose to the Rangers and Capitals uh, in back-to-back games. We'll see how they fare here tonight against uh, Tampa. Tampa, again, beating them in the playoffs in that seven-game series. That was really a coin flip. It could have went either way. It was a dead-even series. It just happened. Tampa Bay scored one more goal than Toronto in that game seven. And the Leafs lost in overtime uh, 4-3 to Tampa in Tampa earlier this year. I am doing uh something that I've never thought I would do because look, I'm I'm definitely close to betting Pittsburgh against the Rangers. I don't know if I will yet. I am going to go ahead with Toronto here, even with Tampa Red Hot. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna give them a shot here, man, to, 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 to step up, man up, beat this Tampa Bay Lightning team. And I give them a better chance to do it at home. Because the one thing that Sheldon Keith will have at his disposal is last line change. That's significant. I think if you look back at the series in the playoffs last year, Toronto played very well at home against Tampa. They carried the play in a lot of those games. Um, You know, if they don't win this, then they get worried about back in Toronto anytime soon. But one thing I know from Toronto, win or lose, you're getting them fully focused. You're getting them intense as fuck. They want to beat this team badly. Uh, They're off two straight losses in a row. Uh, And I just think from a Tampa Bay standpoint, before we go crazy about this great win streak, they're on, Let's keep in mind, Nashville stinks right now. Florida's been mediocre. Seattle's gone down again after that red-hot run, and they beat Columbus and Montreal the last two games. So it's not like they beat up on a bunch of really big-time teams uh, in the last five games, Tampa. I respect the way they're playing. They're dangerous as hell right now with Kucherov, Stamko's point. Uh, They're all contributing all at the same time. Uh, But I think for Toronto, they get this one tonight. I'm taking them minus 140. Uh, what do you think here, Jacob? Tampa Bay, Toronto.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you got the the second uh, best defense in Toronto against the third best offense in, in Tampa. So uh, I think five on five is going to be a great matchup. Uh, the only thing is Toronto needs to stay off the, the PK. If they start giving them too many power plays, that's where they're going to get hurt. Um, and you know they they're missing Morgan Riley, Jake Muzzin on the on the backside, um, so they need their young core, their younger defense, defensemen defenseman to to make sure they're you know they bring their A game tonight, um, and I think they need to be physical on the on those uh, smaller forward of Tampa. Um, but uh, you know uh, Hagel for, for Tampa has also been red hot. I think he's got five goals in his last five games. Kucherov 10 points in his last five games um, so yeah we definitely need um, uh, Marner to get back into his, his mojo that he had when he was on the streak you know uh, ever since the streak was broken I don't think he's, he's had a point since or in the last two games at least so um, I was thinking Toronto too uh, home game and like you said uh, playoffs from last year they probably and, and the, the loss in Tampa in overtime it was a, a, a good matchup so I think they're, they're going to bring their A
0: game tonight. Tampa Bay 0-3 is an underdog this year. That's significant. That's important to point out. When they've been a plus-price underdog this year, they're 0-3. So that tells you that people are just they, – whenever they see the two-time defending cup champions, and then, of course, not last year, but two, three years in a row to the Stanley Cup final, this Tampa Bay team, and they see the plus-price next to their name, People get attracted to it, but it's better beware here. I mean, their 0-3 is an underdog this year. So when they've been expected to lose those rare times they've been uh, an underdog, they've lost this uh, Tampa Bay Lightning team. I remember that, you know, earlier this year, they were a dog against Boston. You know, they lost that game, you know, and it tells you that those rare instances when Tampa Bay is actually not the favorite, you know, it's because it's been, they've been not the favorite for a very good reason. A, they're playing a great team, and B, maybe the spot has been in the favor of that opponent. And I feel that way tonight with the Leafs. I really do. I feel that way. The Leafs are hell-bent on finally beating this team. And look, not only – and I'm looking at the betting splits here. They're betting the hell out of Tampa Bay, the public, and yet what's the line done? It's gone nowhere. All all these tickets that are being written here uh, on Tampa Bay, and the line's not moving. uh, It's not budging. And in fact, it opened minus 135. I'm seeing it tick up to minus 140 on Toronto. So there's some big money on Toronto here. It's kind of one of those games where the the public is hammering Tampa, yet the line is going the other way. The money line price is going the other way. We don't see that very often in hockey. You know, this is more of a football talking point when it comes to betting or basketball. We don't usually talk about these betting split situations when it comes to hockey, but you definitely see it here where there's a ton of tickets. Percentages of tickets are much more on Tampa Bay, and yet the line's actually moved ever so slightly up toward Toronto, minus 135 to mine. I think it's for good reason. I think the Leafs are winning tonight uh, against this uh, Lightning team here. And by the way, in terms of the uh, goaltending situation, uh, it looks like it's Matt Murray uh, for the uh, Leafs. Not No confirmation yet. You'd expect uh, Andre Vasilevsky uh, here in this one. Yeah, pit on a five-game home win streak, Rich H., and uh, three and four, to, you're right. I'm Look, Rangers look hell of attractive as an underdog. Tampa Bay looks hell of attractive as an underdog. Two teams that were in the Eastern Conference final, you know, against one another last year. And I don't want either one of them. And in fact, I'd take the favorite before I take the dog in both of those games, Pittsburgh and Toronto. That's where I'm at. Uh, with those uh, two games tonight, including this one here. As far as the props go uh, for this game, I do want to mention the Leafs going through some lineup changes. Ca- I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali, Cali Yarncroke for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. He's back in the lineup tonight for them, uh, playing with Tavares and Marner. So not only back in the lineup, but back in a situation where he's getting a top six forward role. Great opportunity in terms of his player props tonight, score a goal, get a point. Uh, Definitely worth a look, in my opinion. And this is a guy that I think before his recent injury was playing well. I thought Pierre Engvall might get that look on the second line. He's actually picked up his offense. If you want to go bargain bin hunting, you could go in that uh, regard as well uh, with with, uh, Pierre Engvall. And certainly from a Tampa Bay perspective, it's the usual. Like, if you're going to bet any props involving them, You start with Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, Stamkos. Don't sleep on Nick Paul either. Nick Paul has been uh, very strong, very consistent for them this year. Great two-way player. Uh, He's gotten uh, three points in the last five games, uh, a goal in the last game against Montreal. It seems like whenever I recommend Nick Paul, he scores for the Tampa Bay Lightning. So that might also be worth a look, too, in the uh, prop market tonight in this game all right columbus philadelphia we've got philadelphia minus 180 home favorites six the total in this one i mean it's a tough game columbus is struggling columbus is injury riddled columbus is on the second night of a back-to-back after losing to the dallas stars a two to one last night it's not like uh, this is any kind of spot where i'd be loving taking them right now yet at the same point in time can you lay minus 180 with the philadelphia flyers no way no way can i do that So. Tough game uh, here from a side perspective, but definitely Philadelphia has the rest advantage. Two days off uh, after a 6-3 loss at home to the uh, New York Rangers. The big headlines being uh, John Tortorella uh, benching Kevin Hayes, uh, of course. uh, And, uh, you know, and this is a guy that actually leads the Flyers with 29 points and yet might be – it was a healthy scratch against the Rangers and might be benched again tonight. Uh, Hayes not happy about it. I don't think I should have been benched, but it's not my decision. He's the coach. I'm a player, he makes the lineup, he wants the best team on the ice to ultimately win, and that's what he wanted that night. Professional response from uh, Kevin Hayes. Would you be that professional, Jacob, if, if a coach benched you? I mean, to the media,
1: yeah, but I don't know if the <laughs> same conversation would be with, you know in the office with closed doors, but uh, I mean, yeah, he's been – He's been a really good player for them for many years. Um, so, of course, as a veteran player, uh, maybe it, it hurts a little bit more when those type of uh, situation happens versus when you're a younger player. Um, you kind of expect it. So, but sometimes that's what it takes to get the message uh, to the player. You know, you, you kind of watch from uh, from above. You're kind of like pissed, and 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 the next thing you know, you you go back the next game when you play and and things happen. So it's kind of the, yeah, maybe more the old, old school hockey. Uh, But for me, I I, I know that if it happened, I would for sure uh, show up the next game and and play with a little, little edge for sure.
0: Yeah. No question about that. Wade Allison looks like he's going to be back for the Flyers and you're going to think who, It's actually someone that was playing nice uh, pretty well for this team before uh, he recently got injured. So it's nice to see him back in the lineup for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. We'll see uh, how he fares tonight uh, in this one. Uh, They're continuing the experiment of Morgan Frost at the uh, top line center spot. And to be quite honest with you, you know, he had an explosion against Arizona when they lost to the Coyotes. One goal, three assists, four points. He factored into every Philadelphia goal uh, against Arizona. Uh, in that game. And he scored in the last uh, matchup for the uh, Flyers as well, their last game against the uh, New York Rangers. So Morgan Frost is starting to percolate a little bit. So you might be interested in him from a prop standpoint tonight. I would, If I had to bet this game, it would be Columbus, just because it's like a dog or pass spot. It's two teams that are not good. So it's a dog or pass kind of situation for me here uh, in this game. Uh, Danil Tarasov is back in net tonight, even though it's a back-to-back. He got the start against Dallas last night. And he played pretty well, you know, when you look at it, you know, one a goal a lot, uh, on 33 uh, shots against him. Uh, he played very well in that hockey game, despite the two to one loss uh, in that game against the uh, Dallas Stars. Uh, and he's back in net tonight. And as Alex and I have talked about on this show, he's been the best goalie. His numbers are better than both uh, Elvis Merzlikens, his numbers, and better than Jonas Corposalo, uh, his numbers. So I think Brad Larson figures keep riding this kid. He's been, he's actually given us some of our best goaltending this year and we'll play him even on a back to back Carter Hart in net for uh, Philadelphia you know uh, both of the games by the way this season went over the total with these teams 5-2 five, 5-4 two, five, two victories for Columbus in at home against the Flyers earlier this season but doesn't feel like two goalies i want to bet an over with right now especially Tavares and especially or with uh, not Tavares to Tarasov for Columbus especially with Columbus trending under the total here in four straight games, not scoring necessarily a whole lot lately either. Um, So it's a pass for me, other than just a small lean to Columbus. I will look maybe at a frost goal prop and point prop, and I'll definitely be looking once again. If you watched the show yesterday or listened to it, I said Kent Johnson moving up to the top line center spot for the Columbus Blue Jackets in the absence of the captain Boone Jenner. Kent Johnson taking that spot on the top line center position for the Jackets with Patrick Lyonate and Johnny Gaudreau, And what happens? He scores their only goal very late in the game, 15 seconds to go in the third period last night against Dallas. So the goal prop and the point prop cash, the goal prop was plus 425 on Kent Johnson last night for a guy moving up to the top line center spot, plus 130 to get a point. Both of those cash in with his goal uh, in the final seconds. He will be right back to that same position. Top line center with Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Lyon a Number one power play unit for Columbus. He'll be on that as well. You got to go right back to it. Kent Johnson score a goal prop. Kent Johnson points prop. Jacob, you'll find this out over time. One of my favorite player prop bets that you can look for is the player moving up the lineup. Someone going from the fourth or the third line to the second line or the top line. What's it mean? It means more opportunity. It means more ice time. It means playing with better players on your line. It means going on to the power play, probably, and getting time there and more of an opportunity to make an impact offensively. Those are good bets, I find, with player props, Jacob. Do you find that, too, players moving up the lineup? Not only all of that, but they're motivated. They want to take advantage of the opportunity.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, if you've been grinding on the third or fourth line, playing only PK for, you know... <clears throat> 20 games. And now finally you've been putting all these, these hours and this hard work. And finally you get a shot at playing with, with top players. Um, for sure you're, you show up extra, you know, motivated and you're, you kind of feel like, okay, this is my time. Now I can show it. Um, and yeah, probably also the the odds for these players to, to produce are, are, you know, you get a better odd from, you know, uh, Uh, a viewing point that he's a third forward line um, then if if you get like a top player the odds of him producing is probably uh, much smaller
0: about that what do you think here Jacob uh, what are your thoughts on this one Jackets Flyers
1: I mean for me it was more of a a pass type of game but if I have to choose smart uh, man yeah I would probably go with the underdogs just because yeah so I would go with uh, Philadelphia Flyers
0: all right, looking at the – or the Jackets, you mean. Jackets or, or the under. Oh, the
1: yeah. Jackets, yeah, sorry.
0: It's one of those games. Yeah, dogger pass, exactly. When it's yeah. two teams like this that are really – like Philadelphia is the rested team. It is back-to-back for Columbus, but Philadelphia is not good enough or trustworthy enough, in my opinion, to be laying minus 180. All right, New Jersey and Carolina next up here. We've got Carolina minus 120, home favorites, six the total, uh, shaded to the under uh, in this game. I like the Canes here, minus 120. They've dominated – New Jersey uh and they're they're the team in much better form right now uh, no question about that the devils are in their first full-blown slump uh, of the season make no mistake about it five straight losses for them carolina five straight wins for them it looks like sebastian aho uh, is uh was going to come back tonight but it looks like they're going to hold him out one more game at least lower body injury rod Brindamore was saying yeah we thought he was going to be back tonight but like to see him get in a practice first with the team before they put him back uh, in the uh, lineup here uh, in this one look and plus I want to point something out uh, price comparison you know it's it's I think it's all I think if you're looking at this game purely from a price and a value standpoint it's all Carolina because look at last year Carolina by the way they've won four straight games at home against New Jersey you know what the prices were in those games now these were some bad New Jersey teams I get it but minus two eighty minus 270, minus 280, minus 240, minus 260. You know, you were laying almost minus 250, minus 260 or higher with Carolina the last few years that they've hosted New Jersey. And now the Devils have had this incredible start to the year, although they've leveled off the last, you know, five games. And now all of a sudden, here's Carolina, a very cheap, in my opinion, minus 120 uh, on home ice against the New Jersey Devils. So, And Kochekov is a bet on goalie all the way right now uh he is the real deal uh we i've been singing his praises pyotr kochetkov so with same with alex when, when he's been on the show nine and four two point zero one goals against average 923 uh, save percentage for him outstanding uh really in the uh, last couple of, really he's had a great run of hockey these last four starts two four goals allowed in the last four starts combined against pittsburgh seattle detroit and the New York Islanders for Piotr Kochetkov. you got a Carolina team surging, a New Jersey team struggling. I think you've got one of the hottest goalies in the league right now, a team that's playing shutdown defense right now, the Carolina Hurricanes. They've played great defensive hockey as a team during this five-game win streak, shutting out the Islanders, shutting out Detroit, two goals allowed to Seattle, two goals allowed to Pittsburgh. Ah, throw out the 5-4 win over Dallas. Yeah, they were a little worse defensively, but it was at Ronta in net. In that game not Kochakov. so yeah carolina for me minus 120. Uh, what do you think here jacob devils hurricanes
1: yeah i had the i had the canes as well um for pretty much everything you just said uh new jersey off to a hot start but now five losses in a row i think it's hard to uh to get out of those uh those slumps uh mentally uh you kind of feel like as much as you can build up positive momentum, you can build up negative momentum, and I think that's where the New Jersey Devils are right now. Um, but uh, yeah, and they and they've been outscored 20 to 11 in that five-game losing streak. So their defensive plays is not there. Uh, maybe the goalie is not playing it, like on top of his game. But uh, I think Carolina, a team that kind of had a slow start, really started to hit their strides. I think they're 9-0-1 in the last 10 games. So um, for me, yeah, it's uh, especially at home, Carolina is uh, is my bet.
0: All right, liking Carolina as well, Jacob, here in this one, minus 120. Yeah, incredible run, 9-0-2. Haven't lost in regulation time in 11 consecutive games, the Carolina Hurricanes. So playing really good hockey. They're rounding into form right now. It's been impressive. Now there is a like there is definitely a rest advantage for New Jersey. They haven't played since the Florida game and that was on uh Saturday. You know, there's that extra game that Carolina played against uh Pittsburgh uh, on Sunday. Uh but I, I still think Carolina is going to be good enough to pull out this win. Again, the thing that concerns me too is New Jersey. They've stopped scoring. You know, all of a sudden the power play's gone three of the last four games without scoring and the power play was a big proponent of that great surge they had that great streak you know they've scored just four goals in the last three games you don't want your offense to be scuffling you know now when you're playing a team that is absolutely rolling defensively they've got this very confident very very uh talented young goalie piotr Kochetkov, playing at a very high level right now it's not going to be easy for the new jersey devils to get themselves out of the offensive doldrums uh, here tonight in raleigh north Kakalaki as they take on the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, All right, we're going to pause just for a minute uh, for one of our two sponsors, and then we'll come back and we'll break down the rest of the Tuesday NHL card. But right now, we'll hear from our sponsors, Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta A products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. and is also available at many American retailers as well. Get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. If you visit www.thegramco.com, Use promo code ICE GUYS. You get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we're back here on the Ice Guys show. Uh, someone in the chat, um, you know what? I'm going to let Jacob talk first about the next game, a little change up. You're right. That's a great comment. If I was a guest on the show, That's what you meant to say. If I was a guest on the show, I wouldn't say anything because Ian gives out all info on the game. What's left for anyone to say? Ian, try going last sometimes. We're going to try it. I'm always willing to uh, give the listeners and the viewers what they want. That's what we'll try the next game. Jacobs will be a bat leadoff here uh, on the uh, next game, which we'll do right now. We've got the Ottawa Senators and the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg minus 130, home favorites, six and a half the total in this one. I ain't saying anything. I'm just and I'm throwing away the zipper or the key or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, go for it. What do you like here, Ottawa, Winnipeg?
1: Well, the thing is the, the three matchup I had the most infos on we already been through. But, I mean, I can still give my opinion, maybe not as uh, detailed with stats and, and numbers. But uh, for me, the Winnipeg Jets, I think they, they have a couple injuries, you know, that – um uh, they've had a good season so far but uh yeah i think the the blake wheeler uh captain missing for for a little while they had a good start now they kind of up and down a little bit lately but uh, for me i think this uh winnipeg are going to take uh the senators even though the senators are on a hot streak i think they they won uh at least their last couple games uh like i said i don't have my numbers in front of me to to back me up but uh for me, I think Winnipeg
0: wins. All right. Jacob's liking Winnipeg here. Money line minus 130. I certainly wouldn't go against them in this spot. Uh, Ottawa, they were starting to play a little bit better, winning four in a row, lost to Minnesota 4-2 uh, in their last game. Uh, Winnipeg losing 3-2 in, uh, in regulation against uh, Seattle on Sunday. But I honestly didn't think they played that badly. They just you know, hit a physical wall. They got just – the legs got, went away from them. Uh, in that game uh, the other night. So keep that in mind for them. Uh, it was just, you know, they hit the wall. It was a back-to-back situation. So that definitely was a concern. Um, Riddick and Net, though, has been better lately. I mean, he's not the automatic, you know, kind of a go-against guy that he once was. But Riddick was terrific. It was actually very good against Seattle, even though they lost 3-2. It was one of his better games. I still don't trust him fully. You know, 2.77 goals against 896-8% for him, that's not bad. I'll be quite honest with you. For him, that's not bad. Um, but uh, definitely uh, the over, I'm, I'm still kind of leaning that because I, I don't necessarily trust David Riddick to be that guy, guy that's going to put up the uh, uh, the brick wall uh, two straight games. We talk about this, too, with these mediocre goaltenders, these inconsistent, you know, sometimes uh, often we think below-average goaltenders that a lot of times when they have the great start, they don't follow it up the next time. So that is a little concerning here, and this one might be a Senators team total overlook here potentially. But uh, I'm I'm all over the place with this game, as you can clearly tell, and I don't love the team total price enough to pull the trigger on it. We're talking two and a half with the Ottawa team total at minus one sixty. I might look at a I might look at a live over as well if, if it starts off with the uh, few a good game or the few uh, minutes in the first period where there's no goals. So definitely we'll maybe look at uh, in-game opportunities here. Definitely lean over. I always lean over with any Riddick start, but I might look for a better uh, number, better line in-game. And as far as the props go uh, for this game tonight, uh, obviously for the uh, Jets, uh, Wheeler on IR is the big uh, absence, but they're also without Schmidt and Stanley. That's another reason why I think the over could get there because you've got two starting defensemen out, for the uh, Winnipeg Jets that could make things possible for the uh, Ottawa Senators to get their offense going. It won't lead. It'll make for a lesser blue line in front of David Riddick uh, as well. Uh, But, you know, I like the, the, what I'm seeing from the big guns of Winnipeg, like Kyle Connor, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Mark Shifley. They've all been great. Cole Perfetti, Uh, as well for the uh, Winnipeg Jets has been solid since moving on up the lineup for them. Uh, Rick bonus has done a nice job giving some other players opportunities. Uh, Morgan Barron, uh, for instance, it looks like Sam Gagne, by the way, second line and look, who's going to play on the top line tonight. This is the guy. This is the guy that we absolutely look at for a prop tonight. Carson Kuhlman for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Carson Kuhlman looks like he's going to be on the top line for Winnipeg tonight. At least the latest line combinations have Carson Kuhlman on the uh, top line for the Jets in this game, playing alongside Mark Scheifele and uh, Cole Perfetti. If that's the case, he's probably going to be on the top six at the very least. Maybe they switch it before the game starts and they put him down on the second line. But either way, uh, he's going to get an opportunity uh, to showcase himself at the very least in a top six forward role. Maybe even. Uh, the top line for the Jets tonight, and you could get obviously the price for him. I'm going to bring uh, it up right now on the screen. Yeah, wow, wow, plus 650 at Caesars to score a goal tonight for Carson Coolman. I mean, you got to pounce on that. You got to bet it, win or lose. You see someone that's going to get that opportunity, first line or second line roll, and they're going to be plus 650 to score a goal. You got to, you got to bet it. You got to put something on, even if it's just a few bucks. Uh, you definitely got to look in that direction. Carson Coolman here for the winnipeg jets tonight in this game all right st louis blues seattle kraken we've got uh seattle minus 165 home favorites six the total uh shaded to the under in this game Uh, martin jones confirmed in net for the uh, seattle kraken uh st louis on a back-to-back after steamrolling vancouver 5-1 last night the man of the hour last night was jordan Cairo, a hat trick plus one assist for St. Louis, a four-point night, an outstanding performance. The guy has nine points in the last three games. He is unconscious unconscious right now for St. Louis. Six goals, nine points in the last three games. Unfortunately, he left that game with an injury, and he might not play tonight for the uh, St. Louis Blues. So that is a shame. Uh, he's going to be a game-time decision, it looks like, day-to-day. Game-time decision tonight for the uh, Blues, whether he plays I mean, that's nine points in the last three games out of your lineup, and he's been the catalyst for this little surge that the Blues have had offensively here in the last few games. So I worry about the Blues tonight on a back-to-back, especially if Cairo does not play uh, in this game tonight for them. He's just been such a big component of what they've been able to do uh, offensively, no question about that. Uh, As for Seattle... Uh, they got a 3-2 win against Winnipeg in their last game. Again, they've cooled off a little bit, but uh, they were 1-5 and in their last six games before the win against Winnipeg the other night. So we'll see if they can uh, keep it going. You've got the Blues that are one of the streakiest teams, Jacob, in the NHL this year. They've had 10-game win streaks. They've had 10-game losing streaks. They have been one of the streakiest teams in the entire league this year. When they're on a win streak, you ride them. When they're on the losing streak, you fade them and you bet against them. They've been a fairly easy team to figure out. So I'm off the side. It's a Seattle spot advantage, but I'm not laying minus 165 against a team that's on a four-game win streak. But I don't like St. Louis on a back-to-back enough to take them, especially if Cairo doesn't play. And even with the total in this game, I could go back and forth with that. Three of the four meetings between these teams have gone under the total. We'll have to see who's in net. Jones for Seattle it's not someone I trust. It kind of has me leaning over every time I see him in net. If it's Grice for St. Louis, I'm not a big fan of his play this year or last year for that matter. So I'd lean over. Um, But again, I'm I'm waiting to see the lineup confirmations on both sides. I think if I were to bet anything in this game, it would be the over. Uh, What do you think here, uh, Jacob, St. Louis, Seattle?
1: Well, going a little bit like you, uh, it's kind of a, a pass game also for me, but, uh, yeah, like you said, St. Louis is a streaky, streaky team. Yeah, they're off to a back-to-back. But uh, if I had to pick a team to win, I think St. Louis. Uh, I think Kai is going to be in the lineup. That's that's my opinion. I have no no information or anything, but uh, for me, that that would be my uh, my decision.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's uh, if he's in, I'm definitely going to look at the over uh, because he has been definitely the main cog offensively for St. Louis during the last three games. No question. He has been the guy that's been getting it done uh, for the uh, St. Louis blues. As far as the props go for Seattle, Eberly had a very good game uh, against uh, St. Louis. He can be a streaky player sometimes, but it looks like he might be someone to consider here in terms of a player prop uh, option uh, in this game. Uh, what else have we got in terms of uh, Seattle here? It looks like we've got, I always say Maddie Beniers, uh, they've got Oliver Bjorkstrand moving on up it looks like to the top line for the uh, Seattle Kraken now he struggled so maybe this is Dave Hackstall playing a hunch maybe we put Bjorkstrand with Wenberg and Schw- and Jaden Schwartz on the top line he'll get going so if you want to take a flyer on a, on a good offensive player that's been struggling but now is going to get an opportunity on the top line maybe you could go in that direction uh with Bjorkstrand for the uh Seattle Kraken but uh We'll see if he can take advantage of that opportunity tonight as they take on the uh, Blues. All right, we have two games left. Uh, next up, we've got Calgary and San Jose. Uh, Calgary minus 175, uh, road favorites here, Six the total, shaded to the under. Uh, it's the same two teams uh, playing each other for the second consecutive game in the same venue. Has that ever happened to you, Jacob? You played the same team in the same building twice in a row? Have you ever done that?
1: Not really, not that oh. I can remember. But uh, you, you do, and especially in North America, you would play the same teams quite a bit, especially in the minor leagues. Uh, so sometimes you can play, yeah. Uh, but I don't think I've played back-to-back against the same team there. Usually if you do it back-to-back, you do home and then away or vice versa.
0: Yeah, I find that this is happening in the NHL more, Jacob. Lately, we've seen this happen a couple times and the NBA has done it a lot. This year, where it's the same two teams in the same building, you know, playing each in the same city, playing each other uh, two times in a row. It's happening here because Calgary uh, beat San Jose five to two on Sunday night in San Jose. Uh, They'll look to duplicate that feat here in this game. You know what I feel about these situations where it's it's the same two teams playing each other. Natural inclination is you want to bet on the team that lost the first game uh, in the second game. But I don't like doing that when I find there's a mismatch. I don't like doing that when I find that one team is better than the other. And to me, Calgary, roster-wise, if you just grade out the roster, you grade out the personnel. Calgary's a lot better than San Jose, uh, and, I, and I wouldn't be looking against. And I think Calgary has to try to stop this bullshit with win one, lose one, win one, lose one. You've got to start putting wins together, multiple wins together. You can't just lose one and then. Uh, lose a couple after that they've snapped the five game losing streak with that win against san jose i would only look at the flames in regulation flames team total full game over it's basically the same stuff i recommended on sunday on the show i said i like the flames team total over three and a half i like the full game over i would look in those two directions once again and i would certainly consider maybe putting some on the full game over too because it's back it's jacob markstrom in net he was very good against san jose Bounce back start for him after the St. Louis game, but man, he has been the poster child for one good start and then back to a rotten start. So let's see if he can put two good starts in a row together. It hasn't happened a lot lately. So that's why I think you got to include the full game over six as part of your betting process here in this game with the flames and the sharks. So I'll probably spread the wealth, pepper it around a little bit in this game with three smaller scale bets, a little bit on Calgary regulation, a little bit on Calgary team total over and a little bit on the full game over as well. What do you think here, Jacob flames and sharks? Uh,
1: I see here that Thomas uh, hurdle is suspended. Uh, yes. I don't know if and it's that's a big correct.
0: loss. yep it I is. mean,
1: you got yep. your first line center, uh, suspended. So, um, for me, yeah, like you said, you, you, you have a tendency to want to bet for the team who lost the first matchup because they want to bounce back. But, uh, I mean, if Calgary come out like, like you say, you need a good, a good start from the goalie, uh, and I mean, uh, I think for me, uh, Calgary uh, is going to come on top again.
0: And they have done well against San Jose. Uh, let's uh, look at the series history, but it's been pretty good for Calgary. They've won uh, th- uh, the two in a row. Actually, you know what? Last year, San Jose gave them some tough times, but this uh, they won. Uh, Earlier this year, they won Sunday. They won uh, the last meeting last year, starting to build some momentum. Calgary's actually done better in San Jose uh, against the Sharks than they've done at home uh, against them. So, again, we'll have to see who's in net. But uh, uh, someone's saying Dan Vladar tonight. No, I've got uh, Jacob Markstrom uh, confirmed as the uh, goalie tonight. So uh, I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, it's Markstrom. Uh, It's Markstrom and it's James Reimer uh, for San Jose. Uh, in that tonight, and uh, look, uh, Kapokakenen has not been good. Kapokakenen has been kapokaka, uh lately uh, in that for the uh, San Jose Sharks. So to go with James Reimer tonight, I'm not saying Reimer's a whole hell of a lot better, but 2.87 goals against, 907 save percentage. He's actually only given up two goals uh, in his last uh, two, each of his last two starts. Wins against LA uh, and Arizona. Uh, we'll see how he fares here uh, in this one tonight. Uh, against, actually it was a loss, I should say, against uh, LA 3-2, but he only gave up two goals uh, in that start. So he's been a little bit better than Cockenham, but let's see how he fares here against a Calgary team. I think Calgary's due to get on a run where The the offense gets going, and I think we saw signs of it for the uh, Flames uh, in that last game against the Sharks. As far as the prop market goes for this game, Nick Bonino is moving up to that center spot For the San Jose Sharks, it looks like in the absence of Hurdle, he's the value. He's the one you might want to target from a goal prop or a point prop standpoint tonight. If you're San Jose, uh, you've got Nick Bonino, who is uh, plus 410 in some spots to score a goal. I think that might be worth a look for Calgary. I'm going to repeat it again because I find power play point to score a point and to score a goal. The value is with Dylan Dubé right now. Uh, as he continues to get a ton of ice time. He has gotten confidence of his coach, Daryl Sutter. He keeps putting him out there on the top line with Tyler Toffoli. Uh, and uh, I think it's Mangiapani as well on that uh, top line. No, it's Lindholm and Toffoli uh, with Dubé on that top line. He keeps giving Dubé all these minutes and more power play time. And it's because he is definitely making the most of it. So I'm going to keep on preaching to the choir about Dylan Dubé. Uh, for great value in the prop market right now for the Calgary Flames. Uh, don't even sleep on Lucic either. Lucic moved up to the second line on Sunday, and he scored a goal. And it was the first goal he scored in a, of the season uh, against San Jose and getting a top-six opportunity, top-six forward role. We don't think of Milan Lucic as the goal scorer. He never was a big goal scorer, but at least he scored a little bit earlier in his career. Lately, not so much. More of that physical, forecheck you know, pound someone through the glass type of player. But, you know, he's still got that ability to just get to the net, score those dirty goals, if you will, uh, when he gets he the just, ice time.
1: He just powers through the goalie's five hole. Usually that's his.
0: Yeah. how he scores most of his goals lately, at least. Exactly. That's his patented move is just drive to the net uh, and just try to uh, get there with just old-fashioned hard work and elbow grease and, and brute strength. Uh, that's what he uses Milan Lucic to score goals. So uh, you know what it's like sometimes, you know, you get that first goal and all of a sudden a couple more goals follow you around uh, after that. So maybe Lucic finds the back and maybe I'll put a couple bucks on uh, his prop as well in this game tonight. All right. Final game of this Tuesday card. It is the Anaheim ducks and the Los Angeles Kings, uh, We've got the not the San Jose Sharks. That's that's that graphic is wrong. I was going to say we got to change that. It's the Los Angeles Kings hosting the Anaheim Ducks. We've got the Kings minus 260, a home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, Anaheim, I'm telling you what, uh, all Lucas Dostal for them beating Edmonton 4 3 on Saturday afternoon. For, believe it or not, that's two wins in a row for the Anaheim Ducks, but I'm not betting them here. I'm not. Every single time I try to buy into this team that hey they've won a game oh they've won two in a row and i want to bet them and say hey maybe they're going to turn a corner they never have gotten it done for me anaheim in these situations just when you start to believe and i'm not doing it i'm not falling into that shit again not doing it with this anaheim ducks team again uh although they have won two in a row but let's be honest uh, that, that edmonton game they should have lost they were outshot 49 17 it was a theft of two points a theft a thievery a robbery of two points by Lucas Dostal, who, who was just absolutely phenomenal uh, in net uh, for the uh, Anaheim Ducks in that game. So it's no uh, shock whatsoever, especially with Stolars on IR and John Gibson also banged up, uh, undisclosed injury, day to day. That Lucas Dostal will be the uh, goaltender again tonight for Anaheim. Not a shock at all, uh, because uh, look, the Gibson, they're, they're even if Gibson was healthy, I don't think they'd. I don't think they'd go away from starting Lucas Dostal tonight based on the way he played against Edmonton. He was spectacular. I mean, you can't say enough about how good he was. He made like several, like in terms of degree of difficulty saves, one to 10, 10 being the most difficult. He had like five of them, five, 10 rating saves, you know, in that third period uh, against Edmonton to preserve the lead and preserve the win. He was magnificent. But can he do it again? We are talking about a young goalie. Oh, off one of the best starts he's ever had uh, in his career. Sometimes they play as what well, they play well the next game and sometimes they fall flat and they don't play anywhere close to as good. So what is it going to be for Dostal tonight? LA is uh, one, two in a row uh, Boston. And then they came back home after the uh, road trip and they beat the Sharks three to two. They've had a good amount of time off. Both teams have, so it's not really a big scheduling advantage either way. Uh, Anaheim continues this road trip. They've been on the road for a while, though, now, right? Ottawa, Toronto, the eastern time zone, Montreal as well. Then they go to Alberta. Now they go to the Pacific time zone, and the miles are starting to add up for Anaheim. So how much gas is going to be in their tank is going to be the question here. But now this is a game I'm probably going to pass on, and I hate doing that. You know, I don't say pass on a game very often as a high volume better, Uh, but this one's kind of tricky. I mean, uh, I want to see how Doe style looks early in the game. This is more of a live betting p- potential situation for me before uh, I bet anything pregame here uh, in this game. It is worth noting, too, LA's won three straight meetings. It's actually been more of an under series history. In fact, the under has cashed 6-2-1 and one to the under in the last nine meetings uh, between these two teams. Anaheim's gone over the total in three straight games. Uh, L.A.'s gone under the total five of their last six. If Dostal is anywhere close to as good as he played the other night, and I haven't bet a lot of Kings unders or haven't leaned to the under very much with L.A. lately, this might be the spot I might lean under uh, in this game. What do you think here, Jacob? Final game of the night, Ducks and Kings. I
1: mean, for me, it would probably be a a pass uh, as well, but I mean – like you said, the question mark on the goalie situation for for the Ducks. Um, LA, yeah, I mean, they. I think they have a, a good team, but maybe not as consistent on, on scoring. Um, so for me, I think I, I would have to make a small bet on, on Anaheim. Uh, but other than that is just to not pass on the game and to, to say now what I would... What I would do, but uh, i take Anaheim
0: for me for tonight. There you go. you got to lean Anaheim or nothing. That's the way I always feel, even though it feels plus plus 220 with the goalie that was great. If he's anything close to that last night, they could be live in this game, and you're getting plus 220, but I can't pull the trigger, and I won't. Every time I start to think, ah, here's Anaheim getting on a run, turning their season around, goes right down the drain again for them. I remember I, I bought in Jacob. They beat Carolina. And then the next game against San Jose, I'm like, maybe I'll take them against San Jose. They're going to get on a roll, and they got whipped six to one at home by the San Jose Sharks. And I'm like, serves me right. Trusting this team, there's been way too much mediocrity, way too much inconsistency, Jacob, for me to trust them.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why it's probably a pass, to be honest. But
0: yeah, no question about that. I will say this though, in terms of uh, that game. Maxime Comtois, keep an eye on him. He's come back lately. He was a very good offensive player for them before uh, his injury. He might offer up some value for them in the uh, prop market. For L.A., you know, if I were to bet anything for their props tonight, uh, you look at who's been getting it done for them lately. Uh, Kempe's been terrific. Fiala's starting to get it going since he's been with uh, Kopitar and Kempe. Trevor Moore. uh, Alex Ayafalo, by the way. Important to talk about him. Uh, he has just uh, been back recently for the uh, Kings and it looks like they're going to put him on the second line tonight to try to get him going a little bit. So maybe a little value with his props tonight as well for the uh, LA Kings. All right. Great stuff. That is the Tuesday card. Uh, gr- great job by Jacob legacy, our guest here today on the show for the very first time. How do you feel? How did you think you did? You did. I think you did a great job. Yeah. I mean,
1: I, it was fun, fun to just talk hockey and, and hear, um, you know, about opinions on bets and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm just happy that uh, you, you got me on the show. And uh, if you need me sometime down the line, feel free to ask. Um, I'll, I'll gladly join again. And uh, best of luck to uh, to the bettors out there listening and, and watching us.
0: Yeah, we appreciate it. And we're, we're not done yet, though. We still have to get a best bet from you jacob before we wrap up the show so think about it for a minute because we're going to do a break in just a second our second sponsor manscape will play that ad uh, in just a second so you give, get some time to think about your best bet in the meantime i do want to remind everybody hit the like button 213 live viewers we appreciate it and check out patreon.com slash ice guys it's just ten dollars a month the daily betting card is posted there uh, goalie charts totals charts power ratings and more we've got a lot more uh bonus content planned in the new year Uh, so check it out patreon.com slash ice guys just ten dollars per month Uh, and we will get to uh, best bets uh, in just a second before we wrap up the show but first we'll hear from our other sponsor our good friends at manscaped support for the ice guys is brought to you by manscaped our good friends at manscaped who are the best in men's below the waist grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels manscaped's performance package the ultimate men's hygiene bundle join over 7 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you courtesy of the ice guys get 20 percent off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the Promo code ICEGUYS, that's promo code ICEGUYS, all one word, I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com. Using the promo code ICEGUYS, you get the performance package 4.0. It is a game changer. The lawnmower 4.0. It takes care of this, among other things. Uh, It'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be. Uh, the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof, same thing with the weed whacker, which takes care of your ear hair, nose hair. I mean, nose hair in particular. You know, I'm getting up there in age, and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue. This will take care of it. It feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes. It pisses the hell out of me. It bothers me. I need to take care of that shit. This will take care of it for you. The Weed Whacker, uh, uh, part of the package that you get with your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant, keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and And look good and look better, slim, trim. That's what it's all about. And manscaped.com can help you out with that. So make sure you take advantage of this. Manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. <clears throat> All right, we're back here on the Ice Guys show. It is time for best bets. Jacob, first ever Ice Guys best bet. What do you got?
1: Well, I'm not exactly sure what a, a best bet is, but uh, for me, if I have Favorite
0: to, pick, like, top play.
1: my Yeah, so then I would say the one I'm more confident uh, in getting right is probably Carolina versus uh, New Jersey, that Carolina is going to win. So for me, I think... That would be a bet that I'm most confident in winning.
0: There you go. Carolina, I like that one too. Carolina minus 120 against New Jersey. Jacob Legacy, best bet uh, on the uh, show. Uh, and uh, my best bet for this uh, card, I'm doing it, man. Toronto Maple Leafs, minus 140 against Tampa. They're going to win tonight. They're going to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning finally. And it's just got that feel for me. Uh, they're saying the right things. couple losses in a row, you come back home. We know the Toronto A game has been good enough to beat good teams this year. This reminds me of early in the year, the Leafs were playing Boston at home. Boston couldn't be beaten, you know, at that time. And Toronto won at home against the Boston Bruins earlier this year. This is what this sounds like to me. Uh, and Tampa Bay, for as great as they're playing right now and the win streak that they're on, a lot of it's come against Sisters of the Poor, weaker competition. I think they're up against it tonight. Leafs minus 140 for my best bet here for this Tuesday uh, NHL card. Uh, Jacob, awesome job. It was a blast having you on the show. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed it. Uh, it was, uh, I will definitely get you back on the uh, show. No question about that in the new year. Uh, merci beaucoup de nous avoir rejoint dans l'émission The Ice Guys. How about that? Wow. What do you think Good French. That?
1: That's perfect. I like it.
0: That's thank you very much for joining us on the ice guys. That's essentially what I said. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jacob legacy, uh, joining us uh, thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the ice guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 PM Eastern Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the ice guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For our special guest, Jacob Legacy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Tuesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Wednesday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now.